Hello. Hello. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to ReCW, your trip down memory lane watching ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to 401. And the reason all that sounds very different is because I am not Paul. <laughs> and therefore, I had to try and remember what he actually says in these things. But... I think you did a pretty much good... good, good yeah, I mean, we've done a few of these, so I have listened now and again to them. Um, but uh, Paul is um, uh, off the grid. He is um, uh, desperately trying to work out how he fits into a Rusev, Maria, Lana, Lashley, Love Pentagon. Um, but hopefully we'll be back next week. But uh, join... Joining me as always is uh, Griff returning. I'm back. I managed to get a plane and I'm back. Congratulations on getting the plane. It was um, good to to see you back and and safe. Are you rested? Are you you recapped? Are you ready for the world of extreme? I am ready. I am more than ready. What's more than ready? Um... I'm trying to think of a word. <laughs> I'm, I'm buzzing. buzzing. I'm buzzing. Right. Raring to, that raring is, to that's go. Good stuff. And you've come back to, to quite the episode. Um, we got some oh. crazy stuff going up. Mm. So did you get a and chance I'm... to watch the, um, the Cactus Jack recommendation from the last three that I threw out? The promo of uh, no. him doing that. Oh, cool. Um, so uh, it was in the group chat. It was the promo of him doing the I'm hardcore. I can't wear glasses. I can't, I can't put the thing, uh, the pen behind my ear. Oh, yeah. I think I did. I did watch that because I did the whole um, School of Rock. He's not hardcore because he's not hardcore. Yes. Kind of thing. What did you think? Yeah, good. Good stuff. He um he continues to be. He was my highlight from all three episodes. That promo was the highlight of my last three episodes that I watched. And um, he continues to be um, pretty special, I think. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't wait for uh, more Cactus Jack. But we don't get a lot of him this week. He's a notable absence. He is. Um, so we are doing episode, I want to say 138. I did just look this up. Um, that sounds about see, right. This is why Paul's not going to let us do this without him ever again, because he knows this stuff. Episode <laughs> 138 is, is this week's episode from the 12th of December, 1995. Griff, what was on your, your Christmas list for the 12th of, of for December, 1995? 1995, back then, would probably be, I'd like to think, I'm trying to think how old I'd be. Uh, may even be like NWO WCW Revenge. No, it hasn't happened yet. NWO hasn't happened yet. Has Ninety five. No, not yet. Maybe that Royal Rumble. Maybe the Royal Rumble game on the Super Nintendo. That was really good at like being the only person to eliminate everyone. <laughs> that was a good game. You get slated nowadays, but I kind of enjoyed that. They're, one. they're all got their own little charm to them. Um... The one I hate, one I hated was the the gimmicky kind of Mortal Kombat one. Oh, in your house? Yeah, I know the one you mean. I want to say WrestleMania, but I know the one you mean. Um, well, like Undertaker brings a tombstone out and hits you in the head with it. Yeah, I mean, doing doing electric shocker on it was very cool, though. 
when he was doing. Um, yeah. I, I didn't mind that one because it was the first one with like super realistic, like picture style graphics. Um, yeah, but it was it, it did feel quite the uh, departure from some of the others. I mean, um, uh, No Mercy on the N64 and WCW NWO Revenge are still two of the the greats. Um, I'm going to check what year. I'm guessing the Nintendo 64 Pro hasn't even come out yet. Um, let me. I'm guessing we're still in the era of. Um, Nintendo 64 came out in 2002. No way off. Oh no, just continued 2002. I was about to say, like, this got launched in 1997 in Europe. So yeah, it'd be Super Nintendo era. Yeah, so probably, I think a good guess, Royal Rumble on the Super Nintendo. I'm going to Google that to see when it was released now. Um... Oh, well, if I did ask for it, I'll be two years later. Come out in 93. <laughs> well, maybe you were waiting for it to be reduced. <laughs> it was just really yeah. cheap. <laughs> you, you, you didn't want to bother Father Christmas with it at the time. My parents like to give me second-hand stuff that games have already been loved and, and passed on. I can hear Paul shouting. Can you hear? Can you hear Paul shouting? Get on with it. I, I, I can kind of hear him in my ear. Let's <laughs> let's go on then. Let's introduce uh, the new members of the ECW roster: Damian Kane with Lady Alexandra introducing his proteges, the Bad Crew. Apart from the moment they're walking out, thinking "big up, demand them." What did you think of the bad crew? Oh, probably the next big thing. Probably the people to replace the public enemy, which we'll come to later. I'm surprised there's still a promo of them later on in the show because I thought they'd be gone, like and vanished. Um, I thought they might be okay, um, but yeah, wasn't kind. Of, I don't know. They kind of reminded me of kind of crossbeam like the Nasty Boys. Yeah, they they, in what they definitely of. had a very Nasty Boys kind of look to them. They were kind of a, a, a the the love child of the Nasty Boys and the Bad Breed. I felt. Yeah. Um, so you know to keep track so fast in in ECW we've had Bad Company, the Bad Breed, and now the Bad Crew. <laughs> so bad tag teams is is definitely kind of the the. the the stable of uh, the staple of ECW, and I don't even mean Public Enemy. Oh, <laughs> oh. are you ordering the WCW Best of Public Enemy DVD set? Yes, on pre-order. Doesn't come out till 2021. I don't know if it's worth the wait because it comes. So I, I don't know if you were on the podcast oh, when we were saying about it. I think you were because I, I think it was um, November to remember. But um, we'll obviously wander over to WCW when Public Enemy make their debut, um, like we did oh, we've got to, we've with got uh, Eddie and Dean and a few others. Uh, and we'll, we'll track a little bit of their journey in uh, where the big boys play. Um, but yes, here we are with the bad crew, and out come the Dudleys. And I don't think I've seen, obviously they introduced them, Chubby Dudley, I think, is new to me. I don't know yeah, he kind of snuck in. He turned up last three episodes. He snuck in on um, one of the last few episodes, but you're right. He's, he's not getting. He's not got like a, a big introduction. 
Um, Bubba Ray and, and Big Dick Dudley are very much the stars of the show. Um, with yeah. the crowd, the crowd are well into Bubba. They the really are taken to him. The uh, you know the chance the moment he comes out the chance of what's your name, um, uh, trying to get him to do his intro shtick. Uh, he won't do it because uh, Big Dick hates it um, and gets annoyed with him, so he won't do that. He won't dance. Um, and they are they are building up the fact that uh, Bubba Ray is loved by the crowd, and Big Dick Dudley is um, stopping him doing the bits that the crowd enjoy him doing. And it's crazy we know we know what this guy goes on to do, and the legacy that he leaves. Um, he's just so fresh faced. He is. I mean, you know, this is but, this um, is kind of rookie Bubba Ray, isn't it? And he's so. He's he's a firm believer of he's he's a further proof of like like Kurt Angle's like Hall of Fame speech where he was like just trust trust the book, bookers like whatever they tell you to do just go yeah. with it and things will turn out all right and I mean it, yeah it's just, funny you've seen that stuttering gimmick happen so many times in in wrestling and every single time it's kind of shone as this death knell of well they'll never get over with that they'll never do it. But again, you know, Paul Heyman's brilliance, that stuttering gimmick has got him over and the crowd are very much into him and his gimmick and his conversations. So it's a really interesting um, uh, show that that gimmick with the right kind of drive behind it, that right kind of belief from the performer as well as the bookers can connect and can do something different. And a finisher off the gimmick yep. as well. Yep, the, the stuttering bubble bomb, um, which I which is ridiculous as hell, but I, I enjoy it for some bizarre reason. Um, and uh, yeah, but, uh, Dudley's pick up the win. Um, so which I was surprised. I thought the bad crew were like, <laughs> the bad crew are like, they're going to be the next big thing. ECW do, do love bringing in new tag teams and getting them losing out of the bat off the bat. Yeah, they they're, they're not worried about things like that are they at all um it's i i hadn't really seen much of the bad crew so i went on a little bit of a a dive through the the wikipedia pages i was shocked to how long they stay around um i think we've got them stay around a while yeah i think we've got them with us until mid to late 97 um so they they do you know pop up now and again but the dudleys is obviously their first feud um I wasn't overly impressed with the bad crew. Um, I was less impressed with Damien Kane and La- Lady Alexandra. It feels like um, uh, Damien Kane and Lady Alexandra feels like two creator wrestlers on random. Just kind of the most yeah. random kind of bits all thrown in together. Um, and as you said, the bad crew are uh, the bad breed with the Nasty Boys t-shirts. So it's it's a yeah, it's a weird much. combination, um, and I was very pleased to uh, see the Dudleys get the win, and uh, that Bubba Ray is trying to sign autographs as he goes up the ring uh, steps afterwards, um, uh, so that everyone can think what a silly sausage he is, uh, and Big Dick Dudley is getting cross, as he always does with his little grunts. Or big grunts, however you want to 
and then we get a promo. Stevie Richards speaks with a heavenly body. Yeah, this is weird. Um, obviously, I, I, I do. I still have episodes I need to go back on. And, I, and what I get from this was obviously the heavenly bodies were with Raven last week. Is that or the episode? So before? technically, yes. So uh, in last week's episode, in episode one thirty-seven, um, there was a huge brawl. Um, so it was the Dudleys versus the Public Enemy. Um, then as that fight ensued, uh, Richards and Raven ran out and beat up the public enemy. Tommy Dreamer then ran out to beat up Richards and Raven. The Eliminators then came out to beat up uh, Tommy Dreamer. The Pitbulls then came out to beat up the Eliminators. And the Heavenly Bodies then hit the ring um, as the big surprise team with chairs and beat up lots of people. Um, And the... Joey Styles was telling us that they were on the side of of Raven and the new uh, members of his flock and and his uh, nest. Um, They didn't seem to know who they were working and who was who, because uh, whilst they were meant to be on the side of the Dudleys, uh, you can see Bubba Ray trying to explain to them that he's not the one they should be hitting as they try to smash a chair over him. Um, So it got a little bit messy. You didn't get the impression that the heavenly bodies really knew where they were or what they were doing. And I felt that carried over into this week's promo with Stevie and also the one we'll see later with Bueller. Yeah. So how was your your first introduction to uh, the heavenly bodies? I remember them. Fondly? um, No. (laughs) No, I will not be no, buying their no. best of DVD. No, not 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 fondly. Um, but obviously, it wasn't an amazing promo. I'm guessing like they don't have any respect for Stevie. Um, and maybe this is where Stevie starts like be taken away from Raven. It does feel like and... it's felt like that a little bit since um, November to remember so with Meanie. So I don't know if this is the start of like him, him being a bit of a joke character and obviously he walked into the door um, and um, yeah, it was an alright promo. Nothing really to shout about really. It was pretty short and sweet and um, this whole episode is pretty heavily in wrestling really, yeah. the whole episode. Um, and we go straight on to... Yeah, I mean I agree with you about Stevie. He's He's kind of the weird kind of comedic goofball character um i don't know when the simpsons starts but he's kind of the bart simpson of this at the moment kind of you know getting into trouble and and silliness you know all that was missing was him telling people to eat his shorts um which would work for his gimmick because you know he does wear those short shorts um but uh yeah stevie's a goof the the heavenly bodies are taking the piss out of him um can you believe him because he was talking about being interviewed with Bueller and Bueller being into him and stuff. Um, yeah. A real nothing. And, and the Heavenly Bodies just look so bizarrely out of place and confused by all of it. Yeah, definitely. And then we go into the main event of the evening. 
what a main event we have. I didn't even know like this kind of match exists. So a triangle, triangle match, suppose, yeah. Kind of a trip tri- kind of a triple threat match and kind of like elimination triple threat match. Yeah. But a delayed triple threat match. Uh, yeah. So it doesn't start with all three. Sandman gets it, it didn't actually say, but I, it felt like five minutes, maybe a little bit longer before he, he came in. Yeah, I, I mean, for for no real explanation or rhyme or reason, they didn't explain why two men start and then one man comes in. Um, they didn't yeah. explain why, if that was going to be the, the setup, why the champion doesn't get the advantage um, and why Sandman does. Um, yeah, but this this triangle triple threat style match begins with um, uh, superstar Steve Austin versus Mikey. Superstar Steve Austin uh, sporting a new haircut. Yeah, so I, I didn't know if I'd missed it. Like, is this the first we see of like? It is. It's it's the first. He's, he's not. He's he's not completely. He's not completely shaved. Like. Like bald, but obviously he's a lot different to what we like know him by at the moment. Yeah, I mean he's he's um very much now the ringmaster rather than not quite Stone Cold yet, but he's definitely yeah. the ringmaster yeah, yeah. uh, with Ted DiBiase. Um, the, the 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 stunning blonde locks have been cut short. Um, he's into short blank trunks. Um, Still the white wrestling boots, uh, but um, yeah, you can see the evolution. You can see he's far closer to Stone Cold, uh, even than he was just just a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah. So we are watching the 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 superstar um, become the ringmaster, who will then become Stone Cold. Um, so him and uh, Mikey yeah. start up. Uh, and the story is that Mikey managed to score uh, the the upset, the roll-up pin with the tights and the fast count previously. Um, yeah. And Steve Austin is pissed about this and will not let it happen. So continues to just beat down and um, just get in the way of, of Stevie every single way he can. Yeah. But, um, what's his name? Mikey, Mikey does go for the trunk. He goes for the same kind of finish. Um, I didn't feel the match kind of picked up until later on. If that makes sense. Yep. Um, cause obviously, Kind of back and forward, but obviously Steve Austin kind of dominating the match, really. Um, and then Sandman's music hits. Um, and as they come down, and then it kind of picked up a little bit. Um, there was some really bad kind of um, choreographed, like a double... I don't know if you saw the double poke. Eye poke wasn't very well done. No. With Sandman and Austin. I thought that was pretty poor. And before that, Mikey gets the double um, low blow. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was there was there was stuff outside the ring. Um, I just feel it really picked up when 
all of a sudden we have the first pinfall. And obviously Mikey get gets the first pin, which I kind of surprised about. But obviously the excitement then is we're gonna have a new champion no matter what. And then I felt like the match really picked up and it was a lot better match then. I didn't think the whole triple threat aspect worked that that good. And it was a much stronger match once Sandman and Austin were left to do their thing. I don't know what your opinion of that was. No, I completely agree. I, 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 there was a sudden um, burst as uh, they had this uh, element of sudden realisation that, um, uh, that there was going to be a new champion. Uh, it's It's a shame that for this to kind of really hit its peak um mm. mikey had to get out of the way and yeah. it's uh interesting that um they uh still tease but don't pull the trigger on steve austin yeah but it goes to the whole story that steve austin didn't want the belt he wanted to just chase which I guess it worked out for the best for WWE. Yeah, I mean, for um, for the the real life stuff, it works really well. For it, it, it's really interesting how he is um, uh, a very different character, and how how they didn't use him as we're used to seeing big stars come in and be used, especially in the likes of TNA and other things. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, it was just a re- really good match once, once Mikey, unfortunately to Mikey, like, once he got, got rid of it, um, just just surprised on the outcome. But I, I guess I'm not surprised because I already knew that Austin never wins the belt in ECW. No, and that um, Mikey only has a very small run as uh, champion. Um which I guess was always going to be the case. Yeah, I mean, he did very well to kind of keep it going and and have that little underdog run. Um, interesting to put it back on the Sandman. Yeah, and interesting. Obviously, we find out a little bit later that that um, obviously Sandman in one of the moves he kind of was it broke his hand or damaged his hand. Yeah, so they were selling broken. But, this was the stun gun, wasn't it? They, he got a stun gun on the yeah. on the. Rails. rails and the story was that he had blocked it uh basically with his hand um and as such had had, had broken his hand but he's already signed up for two title shots they didn't say it was in the same night but he's already, he's already got to defend twice and obviously the first say obviously against austin and i thought the second would be the automatic rematch with um um mikey no, apparently he's um, signed up with Cactus Jack. Yeah, maybe they don't do automatic rematch clauses like um, other organisations. I don't. I know Holiday Hell's coming up, and I don't know which match is actually featured on Holiday Hell because obviously that's a special we will be covering very shortly. Um, I'm just going to have a look and see who. What matches Holiday Hell? Oh. 
Hello? You still there? Oh. I'm still here. I don't know what happened. Anchor came up and asked me to... Yeah, mine's, mine's playing up with silly things, so I don't know how this is going to work, but we will find out. So let's let's wrap this up so we can see how it goes. Um, so, yeah, so Sandman wins the belt. Um, we are uh, in a brand new world where woman is the first triple crown manager um, who is managing yeah, she, all of the, the titles goals. at the same time because she is now looking after... Um, uh, two gold Scorpio as well as the Sandman. Uh, Scorpio being your tag champ and your TV champ. Sandman being your tag champ and your um, heavyweight champ. The two-man power trip long before WWE did it. Um, and uh, yep. we go out with um, the Pulp Fiction style outro, uh, including uh, the Heavenly Bodies kind of sort of making jokes about being in Bueller's box, yeah, definitely. But not really. So the start of the show, the start of the show, Bueller kind of says like, "I'm to show you what's in my box," and I'm guessing this is what it meant. Yeah, and then she kind of chats um, to them, and then just kind of gets a coat and wanders off. Yeah, you got like the pit bulls, kind of want the eliminators. Yeah, so they're still angry with Jason. Dudes. Yeah, um, and obviously. There was that. Um, surprise, we saw a little bit of the public enemy. I didn't think we'd see them anymore. I think um, they're still around. I, I think we get just a promo. I think we get another match with them next week, maybe. Maybe. I know they're definitely destined to kind of yeah. vanish. It's, it's very the same old trouble off, off when things um, are taped and which order they go in. Yeah. Um... I'm trying to remember who else was on this promo. Sandman popped up. Um, yeah, no Cactus Jack, no Raven. No. Which was surprising. Yeah. I thought they would kind of pop up a little bit. Oh, we had a good one with um, Taz and... Alfonso. Um, yep. Alfonso wants to put a wig on Todd Gordon. Um, then the cameraman's, cameraman's bothering him. Um, I'm excited to see a bit more of them. Um, out of note, that's probably the notable mention. I of think that's kind of a good rundown on it. Um, I think that's I think that's fair. Um, so we have two left of uh, twenty uh, of 1995. Um, special. We might see uh, it and internet permitting. Uh, we might see if we can get both of those done next week so we can move off into 1996. Um, yep. Because I think it's the first episode of 1996 that we meet quite the whole fucking show. So um, excited to oh. get to that. Oh. Is he nearly here, is he? He's nearly here. Oh. It's a few years before he's considered one of a kind, but he's nearly here. Oh. Exciting stuff. So to ease you back in, Mr. Griff, I will not give you a song to do tonight. Um, <laughs> part of that is because it won't send. Part of it is because I'm not sure whether we're still recording and we'll find out. Um, <laughs> so for all of those reasons, we will not uh, follow us on all of your social media channels. We're everywhere at underscore sports arena uh, on Instagram, on Twitter, 
um, uh, search Sports Arena at Zazzle uh, to see if there's any T-shirt designs that you like. Um, get involved in the conversation about this or anything else. If you're on Anchor, send us a voice note and we'll include you in the show. Um, and that's pretty much it. So without a song to say, say something funny, Griff. <laughs> oh, I hate being put on the spot. <laughs> Close enough. Bye. I want to know what's in Builder's box. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>